Hey, hey, guys, it's the disclaimer. You know what? Everything you're about to hear, well, it's just our opinion. Yeah, it's not for everybody, and not everybody lives our life. This is true, and everything you are about to hear is extremely explicit. So, if you're under the age of 18, please uh, tell your parents you've made some really poor choices and uh, go find another podcast to listen to. That being said, if you don't like it, fuck off. Go fuck off. God damn it. <laughs> it wasn't me. God damn it. <laughs> Everybody and welcome what back to another episode. Fuck! Don't you fucking What's judge that? me, all right? No, you accept me for who I, I am, or you don't fucking accept me at all. Well, I accept you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hello. another episode came of the Rigid Roosters podcast. I'm going to keep going with my intro, <laughs> regardless of the hate that I am receiving, because I'm living my best life here. Okay, <laughs> I am Cody. I'm Chris, the I'm hater. Heather. And Two episodes in a row. Dose in a row. We You're welcome. Met, we have met our quota for the month. <laughs> she will now <laughs> quit yelling at us that we don't like her. Because <laughs> we do like her. She's all right. No, I don't like her. I fucking love her. She's okay. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, so that being said, today's episode is about acceptance. Uh, Real quick, one thing I've accepted, the pink and purple elf bars are the best. The pink and purple elf bars are the best. The peach berry. Peach berry is fucking awesome. This shit is rocking my world right now. Yeah. I love it. I got a new dime, uh, was it Dime Industries? Yeah. Got a little two gram throwaway earlier today. What are you doing over there? (laughs) It's a song. I mean, maybe. How we'll high get, are you? I'm on a scale of one to you know most of the ep- Kevin Nealon in most episodes of Weeds. One to Willie. Where are you at? One to Willie. She willy willy high. Willy. She willy willy high. <laughs> it's a song, the Yin Yang Twins. We couldn't hear you. You were mumbling it like yeah. like Whatever. a mumble rapper of like the last like ten. The years. mic did not pick you up. I am watching the levels right now. Oh, because <laughs> you were mumbling. I but yeah, so said, we are. Um, look, he said something about a dime. I said, "I'm looking for a dime that's top of the line, cute face and blink with a big behind." Did you look up the lyrics? Is that why you keep looking at your phone? No, I was trying to figure out who it was by. That's because you, because he said, "What are you doing?" And I was trying to be like the song, but the name wasn't coming to my brain. Mm, I got you, Chris. Yes. What are we talking about today? We are talking about acceptance. Oh, now, yeah. that being said, we are talking about certain kind of acceptance. So, for those who want to say that, yes, accepting yourself is number one, we fucking agree. This, is, Yeah, it's very true. It's very true. But the um, reason we are staying off of that is yeah. because the last episode last week, we did talk, talk about insecurity and jealousy. Yeah. And a part of that is self-acceptance of yeah. who you are. That's right. So we are but, very much aware. You know, the, a big thing we as humans need is societal acceptance. I mean, that's that's been ingrained into us for millennia. You know, we want to be part of a tribe, part of a group. We want people to like us. That's how it goes. If You know, back in ancient times, if you weren't liked, you starved to death and were thrown to the fucking tigers. You know what I mean? So it's not a bad thing to want to be liked. However, if you are like we are and public with your sexuality, public with your lifestyle, there are going to be people that don't accept that. And there are going to be people that don't like that. Right? Right. Yeah. Um, do you want to kick us off or do you want me to? So, yeah, I mean, acceptance. Acceptance is one of those things. Like when we first got in this relationship, you know, my group of friends, you know, their response was, you know, my brother. Well, are you happy? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not my thing, but like if you think there's something you want to do, you know, was, was the response. And, you know, 
I genuinely came into this not knowing, like, fuck, the time we came out, we hoped that the kids would accept who we are, mm-hmm. you know, and fucking, of course, they all did. Yeah. Uh, because know. I think a child's love is truly unconditional. Yeah. You know what I mean? The the love that your child has for you is truly unconditional. Yeah. We could have told them, hey, we murdered a whole bunch of people and they're buried on our property. And they would have been like, okay, can I have some more spaghetti? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's just what it is. Like, we want to be, we, we want acceptance. You know, and the big one is always going to be your friends who are your family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your family. Yeah. You know, everybody's going to want that. And we have all three had three completely different experiences with this. Mm -hmm. It's very true. You know, uh, but there's always, you know, one shining fucking star and all that fucking shit. Yeah. That either look at it differently than the rest or they, you know, they're the ones, you know what I mean? Yeah. I will say my experience has been more positive than negative. You know, a lot of my friends are like, hell yeah, you know, y'all are awesome. Keep doing you. Right. There's a small group of them that are, you know, some, some of my closer personal friends that I've had for a long time that are like, man, I don't get it. Um, there's one that even said, I don't think it's fair to you until I told him that, you know, hey, I get to really, you know, as long as I tell Heather about it, I get to go and have sex with strange women. He was like, okay, that's, that is fair. That's cool. Right. And then, uh, you know, but they're all supportive, right? But on the flip side, I do have family that is very unsupportive of our lifestyle, of my sexuality, whatever, both, you know, maybe, I don't know. Um, but it, there is that unsupportive thing. And the the, the deal with, with acceptance is the people that don't accept you will always outweigh in your mind the people that do. And that's just an unfortunate part of how we're wired as humans. Um, you know, I would love to be able to focus on all of the friends and family that 100% are for what we're doing. You know, they're for us being public and open and honest to help people that are maybe considering doing the same thing, maybe considering not living in secret because that's a shitty way to live. You know what I mean? And I do, I've got a lot of family that fully supports that. They are 110% behind us. But I do have family, and I know, you know, my mom and dad listen to these episodes. And, uh, you know, guys, I want to preface this. I love you, but my mom and dad do not accept what we're doing. It's so far now that, um, you know, our pictures are not hanging in their house anymore. And it sucks. Like, it's a shitty feeling, you know. When I go to the house that I grew up in, and I see not a single picture of us hanging in there, that's like, man, that fucking sucks. You know, and I try to talk about it and, you know, they're going to say I don't, which, you know, I'm, I'm, I will say this. I have tried. Uh, I'm at the point now where I don't feel like talking is going to do a lot of good, you know, trying to explain my reasoning, trying to explain why uh, we are doing what we're doing is not going to do a lot of good because I have, and it hasn't gotten anywhere. Right. So at this point, I'm just like, I'm just dealing with it. You know what I mean? And regardless of how many people that we've got in our corner and how many of my friends and my family are 100% behind us, that fact, it still eats, you know, it's then, and I mentioned last week that, you know, on the way to dinner, I told you I was in a dark place and that's why it was, you know, cause I just got done seeing my parents and, you know, my, me and my dad are always friendly. My mom, she didn't talk to me and that hurts. You know what I mean? Cause I do. I love them. I love, they're my parents. I love right. them. Right. And, uh, you know, it's, it just, that kind of sucked, you know? Right. And it, it put me in that place. But like I mentioned last week, you guys helped me. And, you know, that's what, that's what we need to remember is the people that do accept you are more important than the people that don't. Right. No, absolutely. You know, and as to where my experience has been different, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, we, go into all this you know and i'm i'm absolutely terrified because i've had conversation with members of my family of well if she didn't want to get raped she shouldn't have dressed that way then Mm -hmm. should she but she was wearing jeans and a t-shirt yeah you know but at that same thing that's also been like one of the biggest smiles we were just talking about this last night a couple nights ago about how that that particular aunt of mine 
has always just been super nice. She loves Heather. She loves the children. God damn it. <laughs> it wasn't me. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> uh, you get one beep. You get you fuck up more nights. It's going to be a long beep too, god damn it. I know. Just what put a big long fart noise right there. Where's my fucking phones? I, I don't know where your goddamn timestamp. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, she loves them. She's always asking about you anytime we're there. You know, they come up and say hi to you. Uh, which is, you know, random, you know. And then, mm. you know, even my other side of the family. You and know, I've, I've got to say real quick, I, I hate to interrupt you, but I love that. Like, your family has been so accepting of me. In all this, I know they love her. It's impossible not to love her. Exactly. Right? But they've been so welcoming. <laughs> they've been so welcoming and accepting of me that it's it's been fucking awesome. Hi, Nana. Hi, Papa. Let's. Uh, <laughs> I'm down to talk. I know you sent me that friend request. We tried for a minute. <laughs> I, hey, I'm not opposed to it, guys. Just, and you know, just just so we're nice. clear. This is not an attack. No. On but, you know, so moving past your parents, yeah. it's a thing. We've talked about it it's literally since day one. It yeah. started off the fucking show. Yeah. You know? Uh, but, you know, and I've had that family. You know, even, my, like I said, my other side of the family, when we went down to Midland for Christmas, and you got to meet that side of my family. You mm-hmm. know, like, I mean, my cousin, she was fucking, she's fucking awesome. That's my, that's my person, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then... You know, my mom, she's been super awesome. My sister, she's just my sister. She's she's a cunt. Oh, stop. You know, she's a good aunt, but, you know. <laughs> but, no. And then I get the phone call the other day from my dad, who, you know, so. I was told about your relationship, you know, and blah, 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 and how would your Mimi feel about this? And I, I ought to tell your poppy and you know what? I'm like, the fuck would you do that for? Don't, you know, I cut you out of my life in 2016 for a fucking reason. And if you maliciously go to my grandfather, who's only got a couple more years in him, and do something to ruin my relationship with him, I'm going to come over and I'm going to fucking put it in. I'm going to fucking put a, you know, my knuckle between your eyeballs. You know, when you walked out on my family when I was a kid, that was it. I lost that respect. You know, and that kind of sucked. That was that curveball that I wasn't expecting. That was, a, well, the second one. Just like meeting Gran. You know, like she was super cool, super chill. Mm-hmm. You know, she had to have already known. Yeah. You know, so she was super nice. She, didn't tell <laughs> she just wanted to show you all the turtle. <laughs> just wanted to show us the turtle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, then that's something that I'll I'll never understand is you know people that don't accept it, they want to throw the well. How would so and so feel about this? Like pulling up, you know, dead relatives. How would so and so feel? So and so would be so disappointed. They're not here. Yeah, because you know, it would be <laughs> such. You know that that's what that person would want you to do is use the voodoo devil. They want you magic to, use to their bring name them back to, try to, to get life. Your fucking point across, right? It's fucking. That's ridiculous. How but. would they feel about this? You know what? We'll never fucking know. You know, I know for a goddamn fact that my Mimi, had she met this one over here, who is the younger version of her. Mm-hmm. You know, and so many things and personality. That's a big booty. Oh, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> um, but I know for a fact she would have absolutely loved her because she was a lot like me. She's never met yeah. a stranger, you know. Uh, you know, but she taught me how to love. So when I love, I love. Yeah. And if I, if you know, she taught. She's the one who taught me about respect. Yeah. You know, she was. You know, she she married a man who joined the Air Force at a young age and was always gone, you know. And then, you know, she was a strong fucking woman. She was one of the first uh, female drummers in the Oklahoma State Orchestra. Nice. Actually, I take that back. She was the first female drummer in the uh, Oklahoma State Orchestra, which, you know, in the fucking, you know, 40s, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. Uh, That's fucking huge. Yeah. So, you know, but you you can't do that. You can't come and say, 
well, how would your grandfather feel about this? Well, I don't fucking know, but don't sully his name in my face. Yeah, and my thing is, like, I had I had a relative try to do that. You know, your papa would be so disappointed right now. You can think that all you want to. That man was one of the most independent, fiercely not afraid to be who he was people that I've ever met in my life. Right. And that's what I'm taking from that. I'm not scared to be who I am. I'm not scared to show you who I am. And if you have a problem with that, then you have a problem with who I am. And if you have a problem with it, I don't really care. You know what I mean? I am living my life to be happy for me because life is too fucking short to go around and try to make everybody else happy. Right. You know? That's what Absolutely. It, it, is, it is what it is. And if you can't get on board with that, I'm sorry. But the, it's a fact. Yeah. I'm not living my life to try to make you happy and try to make you comfortable and try to make you whatever. I'm living my life for me and my family. Yeah, and you know, you you have to you have to be like that no matter whether it's, you know, coming out poly or coming out bi or mm-hmm. you know, coming out whatever it is you're coming out. Yeah. You know, we've said this a hundred times, family isn't just blood. Right. Family are the people that you choose my Everybody my brother i'm always referring to my brother he's my best friend yeah we've known each other a majority of our, our lives yeah you know and well people always misuse the quote you know blood is thicker than water no it's the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb meaning right. that the family you make is more important than the family that made you you know yeah. what i mean so i don't my my deal is 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 if I was living my life and she was disappointed in it, I'd be sad. But it'd be another one of those deals like, I'm sorry about you, but you got to get on board. You yeah. know what I mean? Or we got to talk about why you're disappointed and then we can try to fix it. But I'm living, I'm in the, I'm in my era right now where I'm, uh, yeah, <laughs> I am, I'm making me happy. Right. You know what I mean? Because I've gone for too yes. goddamn long trying to make everybody else happy. And I'm fucking sick of it because you can't. You know what I mean? Right. Somebody's always going to have a problem with something that you're fucking doing. Mm-hmm. I had relatives that had a problem with I when I got into the oil field. Like, I'm making fucking bukus of money. You have a problem with it just because it's this profession? Fuck off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can't make everybody happy all the time. And it sucks. It really does. I would love for everybody to be accepting of every single thing that we do and be fucking happy. And it'd be great. Yeah. But Wild story. My mom accepts the hell out of this relationship. Mm-hmm. You but, almost said the fuck out of this. Yeah, relationship. The fuck, yeah. But then I looked over and I saw those eyes. I was like, heck, no. This is our podcast. We can say fuck on this podcast. <laughs> God damn it! I didn't say anything. We have an explicit rating that I put on there every week that we earn. Okay. Fuck. Fuck. Shit. Fuck. It's like our shit. Goddamn, piss. Fuck. Cunt. Cocksucker. Motherfucker. Tits. Fart. Dirty. Twat. It's like a medal that we earn in oh, the podcasting okay. world. <laughs> Don't, don't you judge us. Okay? You have my permission. Okay, hold okay, on. You yeah. talked about going off the rails. What the fuck was my high ass talking about? Because I done lost it. I have no idea. I'm lost too. I'm I could, lost too. I could pause this, go back no, and listen. No, oh yeah, no, no, no. My mom. My that. mom is super excited of this relationship. But has still never seen one of my shows. Really? Yeah. Wild. I know. You know, but that's the, the one on Halloween. Uh, well, okay, the one on Halloween. She was there, yeah, and she, oh, and she ducked out pretty quick. Which you know, she but did, I'm thankful but she stayed that long. She she did watch a little bit of it though. Well, Mama Bear over here also like eyed her, eyeballed her, like you better fucking stay. <laughs> the whole I, I heard that story. She was like, I looked over her like, I know you're not fucking leaving. Don't you fucking go anywhere. Don't you fucking do it. <laughs> Next time you know, I'll go over and I'll, I'll start a conversation with her because right. you know me I can talk to a fucking brick wall. Yeah. So I'll go over and start a conversation with her and I'll I'll make sure. Well, I'll that hold her well, uh, yeah. But I just think it's because she had she doesn't have a way to connect with right. you on that level. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, some of the stuff like putting something into your face, though you do. I mean, that's your mother. She made you. And you by know? the thing that I put in my face, it is a nail. Yes. And a penis. I mean, a <laughs> balloon. It's that's, a big-ass balloon me. that I swallow down my throat. Uh, but you're not wrong. And then she absolutely adores you, you know, and the way that you treat Thora, mm-hmm. you know, and that helps. And the fact that you came and you, it's like, hey, let me text your mom. 
with you in a group chat, you know, and so it was one of those things like it worked on my hour communication, this and that, you know, and so that's been wild, you know, the actually getting along with my mom and everything and her accepting all this has been cool. Uh, you just brought up a really good point and I'm, I'm don't mean to beat a dead horse, but mom and dad, I know you're listening. <laughs> and if the reason you don't accept this is because you can't connect to it, I don't need you to connect to it. Okay. Heather doesn't need you to connect to it. Chris doesn't need you to connect to it. We don't need to connect on that level. So if that's the only reason, no. But I would like to play to with one of those excavators sometime. Like I want to get out there and like swing one around yeah. a little bit. Well, we may have to rent one here pretty soon, so we can make that happen. Hey, Papa, <laughs> you said you wanted to have a beer. I'll bring a cold one for you. <laughs> All right. Play nice. Moving on, Heather. What has your experience been with all of this? You know, you you came out pretty publicly as bisexual yeah. um you know we've been public about the the poly thing the swinger thing for yeah. since we started doing it basically mm-hmm. what's your experience been i mean mostly positive i think um as i've aged my personality shows through as i mean i'll just heather you know like mm-hmm. I'm not surprised, you know, like the, it's just something that makes sense or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for the most part, not a big deal. Um, my family, you know, I had a cousin come out. They came out as polyamorous as well. You know, we've had other cousins that we know are openly, you know, in a lesbian relationship and whatever. Mm. And the people that had mean things to say but couldn't, like, give me reasons as to why they were saying mean things. Hmm. I mean, I just blocked them. Yeah. I'm cutting, I'm making the cutting scissors because I just was like, "Mm, that's it. I mean. She's making the cutting scissors motion with her hand is what she meant to say. What did I say? You're making the cutting scissors. Oh, well, yeah. they'll understand. I mean, yeah. She, she doesn't I, work at a scissor. I right? don't know. Maybe it's just that you're drinking mm-hmm. garbage beer and I'm, you know, we're both high, but I understood all of that. <laughs> I was just there like, like, yeah, yeah, the cutting scissor finger thingies. Yeah. Because you do this like this. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. like, you like scissor sisters and you put them together. Our, our listeners can't see her hands <laughs> is why I said that. Sorry. I'm adjusting. I'm sorry. Oh, we've got the rooster shake. We'll be the scissors. We'll scissor. You know, scissor. Oh. <laughs> Y'all are so fucking high. It's like herding cats over here. This shit's ridiculous. You're ridiculous. <laughs> but, Good one. But yeah, acceptance is one of those things that we all just, we crave, we want, we, I mean, in every aspect of it, but you know, yeah, socially we all want, we want people to accept us. Like, mm-hmm having the the girls like accept me you know like and like me and you know uh, the not real person she fucking she's awesome treats me great uh the one that lives in tuttle oh yeah See, yeah I, they, don't, I don't think about her because she's not a real person <laughs> right you know and then oh, so uh, and then the sister from another mister yeah uh you know her everything with you know accepting and everything you know and, and you know the rest of them you know it's always been it, it feels good that you know it's like you know to get that acceptance you know and i love the fact that you know and we go back to north carolina again you know like the whole talk about that you know cuz i'm lucky in life that i have friends and family all over the world from doing the thing that i've gotten to do for the last 14 years mm. and you know the, to show the love that that community gives to people from the outside looking in to show that to you immediately mm-hmm. show that acceptance of they know our dynamic mm-hmm. they know everything mm-hmm. but the second you walked in you got a hug you know you you, mm-hmm. you know it was just you're one of us yeah you know one i'm busy us. doing one stuff yeah <laughs> yes. you know yes. uh Very welcoming. You're, yeah, yeah yeah you're getting ready for the uh, uh the the pinup contest mm-hmm. and like once they found out you were back there and not even from me like just seeing your name on the list yeah they were going back there like you're gonna do badass 
you know, like taking turns. Like they were like, uh, Jess, you know, when she saw the name, she mm-hmm. was like, hey, mama, I'm talking, you know, mm-hmm. Nicole, you know, Kat, everybody, yeah. you know, like, hey, Heather's going back there. She's doing it, you know, yeah. Cake's girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. You know, and, you know, that was fucking awesome. Like my people, you know, were so accepting and loved and, you know, it, it felt great. Oh, yeah, like say, getting like, to share moonshine with... <laughs> with a fucking, you know, yeah. amazing tat- worldwide tattoo artist, James Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Makes great fucking moonshine. Yeah. Uh, like, 8 million proof. Like, it was jet <laughs> fluid. It should have had a fucking permit to be carried around indoors. I will say this. But the this. apple pie. I will say this. Maybe it's because we're from Oklahoma and Swasu was our choice of college at first. Um, it was good. I mean, it tasted good. But I've had stronger. <laughs> See, she was telling me, like, put a little bit in my, my Mountain Dew. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm over there putting, like, because it's a lot. I'm like, I don't need Allison showing up in the middle of the fucking morning. <laughs> you know? So, like, she's like, you're, there's, you know, she's like, I'm just not drunk. I'm like, are you wanting to be drunk? I did not realize this. Yeah. You didn't put anything in there. A little bit. Like, there's a shot in there. I'm sorry to know you wanted, like, a, a tip. See, <laughs> so you said it was jet fuel, right? The shit that we're used to drinking is what they used to power NASA rockets. <laughs> like, <laughs> like god awful. <laughs> don't know how we're alive because I've our been around for be. making it. The first, the first batch, the first mm-hmm. flat of jars that comes out, you can take and light on fire, and you burn all that shit. Uh huh. The second flat, you can drink. Yeah. But the first flat, you throw it all out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 strong shit. It's real fucking strong. Because, shit. but he, it was funny because he was like, because we were walking by um, and we were going to get a refill. And he was like, yeah, careful, it's really strong. And so I poured it in there and he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I'm like, no, it's okay. Because I didn't, I wasn't trying to be like, uh, you need to, you need to come out to see old Swasu and try some of that. Yeah. You know, that, that's what puts hair on chest. This is really actually good. <laughs> the like best a, stuff I've ever had was right here in Norman, Oklahoma. A guy named Rocky made it, and he duct taped it to my hand at a New Year's Eve party. And he said, you're not leaving until you finish that. And I woke up the next morning in my house with the jar still duct taped to my hand. Don't know how I got there. Yeah. <laughs> so, it is very good. It is very flavorful. Yeah. It just was not, you know. Right. Yeah. But that apple pie the next day on Sunday, it that was all. Was, that's what I'm saying. That was it was smooth tasty. Yeah, tasty and smooth. You know, it it wasn't like chilling yeah. our. Right, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, but no, I mean that was awesome and fucking mule. You yeah, know. that's one I thing I will him. say. The you know people see these people you know covered in tattoos, piercings, things like that, and the stigma is that these are you know not friendly people. The alternative, quote-unquote, community is one of the most welcoming communities that there ever has been. Um, they are all fucking great people, and I just, I don't get where that stigma came from. But, you know, like, your friends, every tattoo artist I've ever fucking met, um, metalheads, uh, guys in metal bands, uh, Jesse from Seven Dust is one of the, or not Seven Dust, Ten Years, is one of the nicest fucking people I've ever met in my life. Um, you know, they're all super nice, super welcoming, super friendly people. And everybody outside of that community just sees these people as fucking monsters. And I don't get it. Well, honestly, and you got to really look at the reason why we're all so accepting in the community, especially the, the, the one I run in with the, the convention circuit, you know, those of us who've been doing this long enough, I mean, y'all know I was arrested seven times in, in the state of Oklahoma, you know, trying to help legalize it as a kid, mm. you know, uh, just for being there, you know, and the people don't realize that. Like you tell that, I tell that story and people are like, wait, tattooing was illegal here. When, when was that? Mm-hmm. And then you realize they were born after that. Yeah. You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, illegal. Yeah. And you know, we grew up, I was a kid. I was 16 in a fucking AOL chat room when I got my first tattoo, you know, like, you know, someone posted in there doing tattoos, blah, 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 if you want one, I am me. 
I'll click, 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 click. I want a tattoo. Yeah. You know, and sure, show up. You know, it's on the south side of like 240 and Penn and in a shitty fucking apartment, that, mm-hmm. you know, in the dude's bath or bedroom, you know, like. That's scary. Oh, that's, <laughs> but that's. That's what it had to be. That's what it was though. back then, yeah. you know. Some of the more prominent tattoo artists in the state, that's how I met them was hanging out in their kitchens yeah, while they did you tattoos. Have studios. No. You didn't have you didn't have studios or, you know, the fucking whatever they call yeah, them. Yeah, we days. fought that, but, that. But we were always the outside, you know. Yeah. Uh we we were the ones who uh the, we were you know hot topic they used to have a bench outside mm-hmm. you know because nobody wanted their parents didn't want to go in that store with you it's yeah. like that, those are the parents that accepted you but they weren't going in the fucking store yeah. because They'll that place it, is full of the devil yeah. you know uh, i never will forget thinking how cool it was cuz you know i was a huge metalhead in uh, high school and uh i went and got a uh, i think i got a, a mudvane t-shirt and my dad without me knowing it had been like researching the bands that i was listening to and he goes into hot topic with me and he picked out a slipknot shirt that he still has to this day and i thought that was the coolest that's awesome of my life see and that's <laughs> that one of my favorite moments of the kid that same thing you know my grandpa bob that passed away you yeah. know when i was a kid he he would take me to crossroads mall in oklahoma city yeah and he would go in there. I would hear him from the other side of the store because, you know, he's my grandpa. He's, you know, give me 20 bucks, which is like $100 now, mm-hmm. you know, to, to shop. And I'm like, look, I'm in the other, one corner of the store looking at the fucking T-shirts like, oh, I could have a fucking DRI or no effects or rancid or, you know, like, oh, look at that cold chamber shirt. Like, oh, it's Limp Biscuit. Like, they're coming around. Like, yeah. You know, like, you know, like, but that and I would hear him over in the corner. You know, asking kids with Liberty Spikes and big mohawks, like, how'd you do that? My grandson would probably like to know how to do his hair like that one yeah. day. You know, like, accepting me in, in those things. And, you know, because growing up, we just weren't like, even my parents, they didn't like the way I dressed. They didn't like the the music I listened to. The, yeah. Then when I started getting tattoos, that was a thing. Bro. My first tattoo was right on my forearm as a 16-year-old kid still in fucking high school. Yeah. Here I am in the middle of the end of the Columbine stuff. And truth be told, the fucking tattoo was the, the hatchet man, the little ICP label uh, logo. I was trying to impress a girl who was 19 that was mm. into him, and I was like, oh, I want to fucking get that. I want to get that for her. I paid like 20 bucks for the fucking tattoo, first yeah. of all. But it was. It was right here underneath my spade, and you, if, if I can still see it because it's been there so long. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, man, my, I had it for like two or three weeks before my dad said something. He was like, is that real? And I was like, no, I fucking draw it on every day. Because I was asking if I could borrow some of his lotion mm. to, to put on it. Because, you know, it was drying, you know. And, uh, it was just wild to me. You know, and at that moment, like, the the my level with my parents just, like, dropped down about five notches. Mm. You know, and even within society. I mean, that was, that was a job stopper back then. Yeah. As now, I can have knuckle tattoos and get a pretty well-paying job in yeah. a corporate world because... The millennials finally came in, you know, with well, Gen X. And I've got knuckle knuckle tattoos, and I was middle management in a corporation. You right. You know what I mean? So, I mean, and it's it's wild how society has come around. But, you know, you talking about your tattoo story, that it made me think about my papa. And one of the reasons I know he would be so accepting of, you know, us no matter what is because when I got my first tattoo, um, my parents took me, and I got my first tattoo with my parents, Right. But uh, they were terrified about what my papa would think. You know, my mom especially, she was worried. And I went and showed him, and just ripped the bandaid off. You know, let's just let's just do it. And he said, oh, that's cool. He said, you're going to need a lot more. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, you're going to be a rock star. You're going to have to be covered head to toe in them. <laughs> you know? And that was that was such a cool fucking moment for me as an 18-year-old kid to just. Bill. Yeah. It was so fucking awesome. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I know that he would be proud of, and, and babe, I don't mean to exclude you when I say this, but proud of me for living yeah. my life not in secret is because he was just like that. Right. You know what I mean? He wasn't the kind, you know, hide who you truly are. You know, he was the kind, be proud, be you. Right. Because you know? honestly, at the end of the fucking day, especially with elders who've passed or, you know, friends who've passed you know at a young age whatever 
you can't bring them up and use them in a conversation in no, a negative because way because because first of all you don't know but why ruin the uh, the, the memory the, the memory yeah. that you have of you know of a family member or friend you know by saying you know what i mean like i remember when i had you know one of my really close friends pass away he was a tattoo artist you know there were some people out there who just had to bring up like oh he wasn't sober anymore or you know trying to turn drama out of it well it's yeah. like you know it, one of them was one of one of our friends that you know lost his shit during the whole thing and like mm -hmm. he had his phone and he was like he was like he, he kept saying well you know what i can have this unlocked and then i can show the whole world how he feel uh, he really felt about a lot of people like why why, why would you do that why would yeah. you take uh, someone's dead morning memory of mm. someone that they loved and turn it from someone where you're trying to remember the happy good stuff and now all you know is that you know the one of his last texts to, to somebody was that man you know cakes being fucking annoying this motherfucker even him and this fucking beard club you know like <laughs> you know the shit that we used to argue about like yeah. i don't fucking want to know those things no well and the, you know another thing is why try to use that person's memory to prove a point or to get your way in an argument right you know what i mean that yeah. that to me is fucking low yeah you know whenever you start using loved ones that have passed to try to prove your point, that's fucking low. Oh, that, that's about as low as it fucking yeah. gets. And you know, I just I have no patience for that shit. I no. really fucking don't. That's one of the reasons that I love doing this podcast, though, man. Because I've noticed, you know, more and more on you know just in our Facebook groups, more people being open about who they are, about hey, you know, this is who I am. I've had, and I won't mention any names, but you know, the last. Um, it was one of the it was i had made a post about being bisexual and how you know i'm i'm proud of it i had uh one of our uh group members message me off to the side and he was like hey man you know i appreciate what you're doing i'm trying to work up the courage to uh admit uh socially that i am bisexual he said i just you know if i applaud you doing it it's it's fucking awesome and i think it's awesome that we can do this podcast and we can relay our experiences to people so that they know that it's not that bad you yeah know what i mean like shit sucks every now and then yeah don't get me wrong but it's not that bad no come out to your your friends and family more more of your friends and family are going to be supportive of you than aren't and that's that's the world we live in these days you know, you know those, and that's just exactly what we all have to remember and that mm -hmm. what we all have to just accept you yeah. know that you know my dad's a piece of shit. Like, I kind of knew this. Like, I wasn't surprised by his phone call. But yeah. at the same time, I've got family members that my whole life I've grown up saying are pieces of shit. Yeah. You know, who are absolutely accepting. Like, there were ones that I knew, like my cousin, that he was going to be accepting, you know, when, when he came, you know, when he met everybody at the kid's birthday. And I fucking knew he was. I mean, that's my homie. You know, we grew up together. Are you talking about the one? The, the with the red hair, yeah. Yeah. He's cool as fuck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but, you know, and the fact that he was so cool and, you know, everything, like, it, it was just wild to me. Like, the rest just kind of fold in line. Like, you know, his dad, my uncle, he doesn't seem to really care too much for it, but he's always been that way towards me my whole life. So I just am at that point with people like that and with him. Like, okay, cool. If you don't want me in your life. I won't be. I won't be in your life. You and know, that's, that's and, the point where I'm at too. You have to disconnect from those things. You mm -hmm. know, like I think the one thing that I hope that your parents know, and and uh, you know, hearing this, that you, Heather, nor myself would ever advocate even to take the kids away from y'all. You yeah. know, and. Well, and, you know, I've told them multiple times, you know, because they've asked, you know, do you not want us in your life? No, that's not what I'm saying. I want you in our lives. We want you in our lives. I mean, it's obvious because we keep, you know, the kids keep going over there and hanging out and stuff like that. That's obvious. The deal is, is we're not going to put up with the constant, you shouldn't be living your lives like this, or you shouldn't be so public with this. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. No. I'm living my life, we're living our life in the way that best suits us mm -hmm. and that makes us happy. 
And for anyone that's I'm just saying, Cody's dad, hear me out. I know you're worried about this whole thing, bringing your street cred down. But, yo, gangster, <laughs> check cred. it out. Like, like I know <laughs> that like I'm kind of cool. Like, people just fucking like me. I know you want to have a beer with me, which means you know you're going to fucking like me. You better quit. You're going to get him in trouble. I'm probably already in trouble. But it's okay. I love I'm you guys. I'm talking about... The other him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Well, we but are getting close to the end here. Where are we at on this one right now? Uh, we're at 39 minutes right now. Oh, so we probably got, like that very long. We got a little yeah. bit of time. We got some time. Yeah. I want some more input from this one sitting over here because she's just playing on her phone. She's Stony Baloney just chilling. She's the background noise. She's the <laughs> Robin to our Howard. She's just chilling. So, okay. Well, what are you... What are you Acceptance, good and bad. Like, what were the what were the what were the surprise people who like generally surprised you in the coming out? Like I told, like about with my aunt and my mom, and then who were the ones that you were not so surprised the way that they fucking acted? I guess I was worried about um, two women. I hold in high regard that had I had worked with for the past 10 years. Um, you know, older generation kind of thing. I like this story. That was a fun afternoon. Yeah, didn't, you know, just... It, I guess probably going back to me being a people pleaser. Um, for any maternal, mo- you know, mothering type that was out there. Uh, didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to disappoint them or they think any different of me because they'd always said nice things and you know that kind of thing not wanting to 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 be to be looked at differently by them but at the same time it was I mean I don't even care you know my mother my mother's not even in my life so right <laughs> ultimately I don't care because I'm gonna be me and it's just easier doing that it is who you is yeah. It really is. It's so much easier just to be yourself and to even be publicly yourself yeah. than it is to try to hide and curtail certain things just because you're worried about other people being upset about it. Yeah. It's just easier. You know what I mean? And I know we said last episode that, you know, nothing worth having isn't you know, is is, is easy, mm-hmm. but that's not the case. Your life being easy is worth having. Yeah. You know what I mean? So why stress yourself out trying to hide and trying to live in secret whenever it's just you can be open and people are going to accept it or they're not you know what i mean absolutely yeah and and, you know it's one of those things where you can't babysit other people's feelings and emotions you have to take care of yourself you know that was like that was a subject that we do. I don't know if we talked about in the last episode or not, but that I don't was think a, we when we when we had that conversation, that was a thing we talked about. Yeah. You know, I think uh, we kind of touched on it a little bit. A little but. bit, <coughs> uh, but you you can't babysit other people's feelings and emotions if they're gonna have negativity around the things that make you happy or where you are or where you want to go or where you want to be and deserve to be. Mm-hmm. You can't let them bring you down. You can't let their opinion do that. Well, because I'm sorry, I, I'm not going to cut the string. All I'm going to do is hand you the scissors, mm-hmm. show you where the string is. Yeah. Either you're going to cut it and cut yourself out of my life. Or you're going to take those scissors and you're going to maybe start cutting the first string. And the you know, like, I'm never going to take my daughter out of anybody's life. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, but. I was confused for a second. Now, no. I'm, I'm just myself, you. anything, anybody. Yeah. You know, if it's a friend who doesn't want to accept who we are. Yeah. I will give you the, I will give you the tools to cut yourself out of my life. Mm-hmm. If you want to cut yourself out, cut yourself out. See yourself out the door. Well, that's but the, I'm that's the thing. True friends, though, they're not going to want to do that. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's like, you know, it's like I mentioned earlier. I've got friends that'll tell me, you know, I don't get it, and you know, uh, you know, I don't, I don't understand it. It's not for me. But you know, as long as you're happy, right? You know, and you said the same thing. Those are friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those, those are you know the people that support you no matter what. Those are friends. Yeah. The people that are friends with you, dependent upon if you suit their political views religious views what have you yeah those are not friends 
No. Those have never been your true friends. Those are acquaintances. Well, and, you know, <coughs> one of my very bests, very vanilla, very straight and narrow, mm-hmm. she was one of the, you know, uh, going back to, to the two women earlier that I was speaking about, um, that I was a little bit nervous. You as, were nervous as hell about her. Uh, yeah, as, yeah, as to how she was going to react. Um, not because I feel like she's, like, just this awful judgmental person, because she's not. She's a nice, she's, she is one of the nicest, giggliest people you will ever meet, but. She's barely a person. (laughs) But, I, you know, being that she was a little bit more conservative, um, as we've grown up and become mothers, then versus where we started, Mm. um, that was, I, I wasn't, I was really nervous about that. More, more so than blood relatives of mine finding out and saying anything different. Like I said on another, probably the last episode that, oh, that's, that's Heather. We're not surprised. I mean, you like, right. she does, she does her thing. That's what she does. Um, but, but her opinion was more important because the blood of the covenant is thicker yes. than the water yes, of the womb. Yeah. Or is someone you look She's up to. She's a sister in my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it was a little bit scary. And then when I, like, came out and told her what it was, and she was like, I'm not surprised by any of this. She was like, this this sounds just like you. It has, you know, explains a couple of things, blah, 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 as we were aging from college to, to now. And mm. she was like, I love you. I don't, I don't get it. I'm not really interested in it. She said, but that's you. I'm not surprised, you know? And it was just such a relief. Um, And then introducing the kids. I mean, it was just, it was just an easy flow. Like it wasn't uncle Chris or, you know, whatever. It was just like, this is who he is. And the kids have just kind of accepted it. And we all come as a package now. Yeah. And they, yeah, they did. They did. They accepted everything right from the beginning. As far (laughs) as just, I never will forget that night. So, you're not cheating, right? No. You're not getting a divorce? No. Cool. Can I have more spaghetti? <laughs> no, no, no. You forgot my favorite part. Well, isn't polyamorous like street for cheating? Oh, yeah. Isn't that street for cheating? No. <laughs> Son, it's not. <laughs> you know, but but it was. You know what I mean? Because honestly, the kids meeting was purely accidental. Yeah. You know, and because we had plans. It was three to four months before that those lines were crossed but almost immediately you know i was sitting at the old apartment chilling you know my weekend with and she facetime she's got the god kids. damn it uh, oh, no. you son of a bitch oh, that is twice in one oh, episode I said it. it's been yeah. you yeah it is in me you talk shit about me you do it more than me that is twice in one episode god damn it she did it <laughs> Gosh darn it. Well, I guess this time at least we didn't have to cut an entire kid out of an episode. That's true. That's true. Okay, I'll give you that one. Uh, But, you know, and she was sitting there, and of course, you know, the two kids, you know, they popped her. Hi, Chris! Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, hey! And of course, you know, my kid, you know, right over here. Who are you talking to, kids? (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, oh, blah, blah. Well, these are my friend Heather and her kids. And this is this one. And this is girl child and boy child. And lots of sass. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. But, you know, the movie was, uh, what's your Minecraft tag or whatever? Mm. You know, like, what? It, it was a, or it was a iPad game or something. What do you, you know, or whatever it was. Like, what yeah. is it? Well, that immediately, like, they could text each other and like they became friends and it was like well f- fuck now if i go over there and see the, the kids and you know they're like well where's your kid and be like oh <laughs> um you know so it was like cool we'll we'll introduce it and it was one of those things you know we were already saying i love you and um uh, you know so you know like but that was it was thrilling at the same time of you know like yes we're just friends you know how mommy is i like to cuddle next to my friends mm-hmm. you know while we're sitting there like hands smushed between us trying to hold hands i like and, to naked wrestle with my friends sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know and you know we're just sitting there Our you poor know children when they finally hear this you know and however format <laughs> it comes to them and they're like wait 
<laughs> Cody McCaskill or the McCaskills or Christopher Warner, Kate, or something, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny. It yeah. Well, it's funny, you know, because like with the girl child, you mm -hmm. know, and, uh, you know, she'll go in somewhere and someone be like, like, oh, hey, there's dad. She'll be like, that's not my dad. That's my bonus dad. Yeah. You know, or that's my mom's boyfriend. Yeah. And that, just, I love that because, well, you know, I don't get that much from her, you know. Yeah. And then, um, but other times, you know, it, it's just like, it, it shows me that she accepts because, you know, she has a hard way of showing it, you know. Yeah. If she tells you that you smell funny, she accepts you. Oh, no, yeah. That's yeah. that's how she tells me she loves me. And, and she'll say, Chris, you stink. And I'll mm -hmm. say, you stink. And she'll go, hee, hee, and run away. <laughs> that's exactly you right. Know? <laughs> <laughs> when I knew that she truly accepted, accepted it, was the, the family crest. Remember, he randomly yeah. got a spot on it. And I yeah. was, I, I mean, it just... Was it she the crest or was it a tree? No, it was the was family crest. crest. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, the, well, it was a two-part assignment. It was the same thing. So okay. you made both pages. Right, but... right. Oh, yeah, because the family tree was the names. Yeah, and because what, and what is that person love or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Because it was, you know, like mom, you know. Something, something random. Something yeah. random. And then, like, Chris, mom, you know, love yeah. mom, dad. <laughs> Beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they can't for, see it. They can't for, see it. For mine, it was the gym. I remember that. That's right. Yeah. Well, uh -huh. the gym. That, but that was the 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 moody one. You know, remember she used to because you walk like a Neanderthal knuckle dragger. Mm -hmm. You know, like because it's like makes me look swole. I just walk like that. I don't walk like that to look swole. <laughs> it's just how I walk. <laughs> You you should see the way he walks from I'm like sorry, the, the back door to the slow. car, and then from the car to the like into the gym. Like it's slowly like. I'm sorry if I'm just swole. <laughs> all right, the swole is strong within me. Okay, I don't do it on purpose. It's just me. Did you guys know Cody works out? Hey, did you know Chris works out too? I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting worse than me with the goddamn gym posts. I gotta keep myself accountable. I've got I've got some catching up to do. I need to start taking gym selfies more. No. I've kept you pretty busy. You have. I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about the gym selfies. Oh, okay. Yeah. I forgot. He doesn't count what I do in my sweat and blood. It's not okay, it is a workout, right? But it's not a concentrated he was workout. Like, that's not a workout. That's not No, because anything. it's not isolating muscle groups to build those muscle groups. But it could be. Oh, my gosh. Look, cinder blocks. Bicep curls. Have you done cinder block bicep curls? That is so fucking uncomfortable. Yes. Hey, like, you, you've seen me in my brother's show. Like, my brother will work out anywhere, and we always have cinder blocks for breaking over each other. So I have seen plenty. We have made a... Uh, I leg would press. so much rather do it with dumbbells than cinder blocks. That's just that sounds like murder for your hands, is what it sounds like. You got soft hands. Yes, I do. All right, I don't want to destroy my hands on cinder blocks. <laughs> it's a good thing you're pretty. <laughs> Bless your heart. <laughs> All right, we are at the end. Heather, you got anything else you want to leave them with? I said that as she was taking a drink. No, I can't. You put me on the spot. I don't. My brain went bloop. That's gone. Okay. Peace Chris. out. <laughs> Absolutely. Just like I said earlier, you got to just make sure you are communicating and you're talking to each other because acceptance starts with communication, guys. If you're going to judge somebody on something you don't know the subject about, ask them. Google is the wrong place to look because it bases off of what you've already looked up. So if you mm -hmm. want a right-wing answer, you're going to get a right-wing answer. Yeah, maybe learn some shit. You know, if, you know, whatever it is. But it's important to communicate with people anytime you have a question. That's their life. Mm -hmm. If you want to uh, be a part of it or if you just want to know about it, the person to ask. Because Googling polyamory won't tell you what we have going right because we're not typical in the polyamory thing where i've got a friend in tulsa that lives in a household of five and they're an entire polycule all five of them that sounds stressful uh, that's what i kids though i feel like it would be 
<laughs> like new girl, like, you know, yeah. or friends or something, you know? So, yeah. and everybody's just getting to get naked with each other and that's what we're doing here. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, you know, I'm with him. I think that would be a... That'd be, a that's it sounds a, like a lot to keep up with. Oh, yeah, but, you know, uh, but you can't go with what you see on the internet or everyone's experience is not the same no yeah you know and, and oh yeah even this podcast i mean there's there's more and more popping up now even with friends on our lifestyle groups they're like oh my gosh let's do this together because they're wanting to get the word out about it to normalize it the confidence mm-hmm. swinger yeah i am in talks we me and her have been talking about it she lives a ways away yeah. Uh, but, you know, we've been talking to her Isn't about... is she also really fucking hot, too? Uh, she's very pretty, yeah. I need you to... I need one of y'all to look up the name so I can see. Because if I remember right, I saw her and I was like, she is really fucking hot. <laughs> Sorry, sidetrack. Sidetrack. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know, man. That's just... That that's what it is, yeah. you know. Communication is a part of acceptance. Yeah. You know, if you just take time and talk to the person instead of just assuming, you're <coughs> you're going to live a much healthier, longer life mm-hmm. because you got to keep people in it. Yeah, you know that's the one part they don't tell you about getting older. This sucks is losing people and not by them dying. But yeah, that's a big one. Mm. Yeah. But losing people that you were close to your whole life, I know that's something that you've been floating back and forth on a teeter-totter recently. Mm -hmm. And that is a hard part about it. And then when you see that person that you were so close with for such a long time in public, and it wasn't because y'all had a fight, wasn't because, you know, whatever reason, they didn't move away, they'd still live, y'all both still lived five minutes away from each other. But you don't see each other anymore. Now, when you see each other in public, you know it's it's awkward. You're like, you know, but you don't know what happened. You know, but that is the hard part of getting older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna lose friends. I've lost plenty of friends. You know, and especially living the life that I've lived on, you know, on, on a motorcycle and traveling. You know, you see some great people come and go, but always tell your friends you love them. Always, 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 always. Life is too fucking short to, to not. You know. Yeah. Uh, but you've gotten to see plenty of my friends. I mean, that's how we, how we are. We're very complimentary. We're very good job. Like you look hot. You know. Like people do that. Just like y'all's friends. You know. But yeah. I mean, it's you've got it. You've got to. You've got to have it. Well, guys, the, <laughs> what the are most you giggling <laughs> about now? <laughs> I'm high as a I know. <laughs> that train is not only on off the tracks; it is I'm several just states over. Like looked at me like, you, you, okay, we're on the same page here. Yeah, no, I'm just yeah. We love you, you buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we love you. No, I know. Um, I was like, trying to find my way back. I'm just glad <laughs> you stopped me. You're too far away. You're you're overseas yeah. now. Oh, that train has crossed the oh, ocean somehow. <laughs> I'm totally aware. <laughs> okay. Guys, just remember the uh, the most important acceptance that you can have in your life is the acceptance of yourself. Um, without that, you're not going to have anybody else accept you. Uh, with that, love yourselves because we love you. But wait, I've got to plug some things. Um, both of our OnlyFans are going to be linked in the episode description. Go follow those. Uh, pay us money to see our wieners. Um, let's see. Go follow us on TikTok and Instagram. Our individual pages are on there as well as the Rigid Roosters page. Uh, go follow us. Uh, no, not follow us. You can send us an email uh, with stories. Send us stories about your acceptance stories. Send us stories about whatever you want. Anything that you want to discuss on the show, we'll go over it. Um, also, our Twitch is uh, linked. Go follow us. We are live on Twitch several times a week. 
Um, come watch me be bad at video games and come watch Chris fall asleep while I play. Yes. Um, and then when he's, when he's away, he'll have his microphone on. You get to hear him bitch and moan about how awful of a fucking shot he was. Like, what the fuck? Fucking Kevin Durant. Like, it's Oh, it's my God. I hate Kevin Durant so much. <laughs> um, guys, with that, like I said, love yourselves because we love you. Till next time. Okay, thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.